uh, to be working in these avenues. And I thank Dr. Manley for at least allowing me to be a part of his life, you know, because we've done some great things Amen. together. And we haven't been perfect, and I don't think we will be perfect, Amen. you know. But all, the only thing that I'm looking at is the willingness to do something together. That's right. And we've gone to Haiti, and, and uh, I continue to go to Haiti. I've gone over there now for the last five years, and uh, it's been really neat because I not only have one contact with uh, with uh, Pastor Munoz, but I also have three other contacts out there in Cape Haitian and, and Milo, and we have over uh, probably 160, maybe 200 kids right now that we're feeding. Amen. Amen. And they, uh, it's an awesome opportunity how God will take something so small Amen. and then allow it to grow. And now we're feeding close to 200 kids every month. Amen. You know, and we're also uh, sowing seed in Africa, and getting Amen. that word out there in Africa, feeding kids in Africa. Amen. We're also taking up some kids out there in Pakistan Amen. and wanting to feed out there in Pakistan. You know, there's a lot of hungry kids out there. Amen. 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 And, and for fifty dollars a month, man, you can feed a child. You can feed an entire orphanage for one meal a day. You can feed them for two weeks. Okay, uh, a mixture of rice and beans, and/or a mixture of uh, rice and uh, and chicken. It all depends on the situation. Okay, but for two weeks, man, they have a meal, at least one meal a day. And I'm asking, you know, I'm wondering, well, God, what can we do? I wish we could get more uh, people involved because, man, if we could get more people involved, we can have these guys get uh, fed all month long. Amen. And it's a, a very small cost when it comes down to, uh, I mean, I think we spend $50 on one evening at Apple's. Come on now. Yeah, Applebee's is kind of expensive, but for 50 bucks, guys, you can feed a whole entire orphanage for a couple of weeks, okay? So that's what we're doing at Mission of Grace, okay? We're reaching out. We're wanting to be used. And, and uh, I'm bringing that message of hope here today as well, knowing that God wants to use us together, amen? He wants us to reconnect and to find out what we can do as a team. Amen. So uh, let's open up the Word this morning. And, and as we pray, we're going to seek God's face and, and ask for His perfect Word. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you guys. I need His perfect Word. Amen. Amen. I need that breath of life. I need that touch from God this morning. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you, Lord, sanctified and humble before you, Father God, knowing that you are fully able to do everything that you uh, want to accomplish here this morning. So, Father God, I set myself apart for your word to be used uh, in and through me, Father God. I want you to open up my eyes and my ears and give me understanding, Father God, for this time and season, Father. You know each and every heart. You know each and every life. You know where we should be. And, and how we should grow. And so, Father God, I want to give you all the praise today and all the glory for it's in Jesus' name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. Turn to the book of Luke, chapter 4. Thank you. Luke chapter 4. Amen. 
Let's all stand. Luke chapter 4, and we'll start in verse number 18. Guys, there say amen. 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 The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And everyone says? Amen. 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 You guys may be seated. Okay? Now obviously this was a uh, scripture that was preached uh, by Isaiah. But Isaiah had the idea that there was going to be an anointing given to his people so that we can go forth and bring forth liberty in the life. Amen? 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 Amen. Now, okay? now, Jesus spoke this word in regards to His own testimony. Okay? In regards to His own uh, ministry. He was allowing people to see for the first time in their life that there was somebody sent from God who was going to be able to set at liberty those who have been afflicted, bound up, and bruised. Amen? He was going to heal hearts. He was going to open eyes. He was going to do something that no one else has ever done before. Amen? Amen. He was going to proclaim this throughout the whole time that God was now in the presence and that God was now going to do not just a new thing, but a thing that was going to radically change their whole entire life. Amen? No one else had ever come through. No other prophet, no other teacher had ever come through and done the works that Jesus did. No one. And yet, since that time, there has been no one else like Jesus. Amen? But, the one thing I do want to say is, He has given us all the same opportunity. He has given us all the same right. He has given us all the same spirit to move, to breathe, to unlock, to open, and to release those who have been in hell captive. Amen. God wants us to work the ministry. He has called us to work the ministry. He has called you and me to work these works of God. Okay? This passage here is not from just Jesus alone. This passage here inquires and entails each and every one of us to do uh, likewise. Amen. Amen? And the reason is, is because Jesus wants to use us. Okay? His Spirit is now within us. Amen? 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 And with that, we are now called. Okay? It says in the Word that many are called, but few are chosen. I wonder why. I wonder why many are called and few are chosen. Maybe, maybe the reason is, is because we don't have an understanding about the calling. Maybe we don't have the understanding that we too have been employed. Maybe we don't have the understanding that God has chosen us for such a time as this. Amen. I, I don't know about you guys. I cannot do this by, 
thing by myself. I did not go to Haiti by myself. I had gone to Haiti by myself, and I tell you the truth, it, it's not fun. Okay? Because there's so much more. Man, I, I can show all the pictures. I can show all the things that God has done. But, you know, but it's just not the same as if you guys would go with me. I'm telling you the truth. It's just not the same. Okay? The Spirit of God shows up, and, and, and you're all caught up in the Spirit, and man, you can do mighty things where things have not even been able to be done here. Okay? All kinds of stuff can happen. But when you're shown the picture, for some strange reason, you just don't have that same sensation. Okay? Now, and, and I often hear, well, you know, uh, Pastor Mike, it, it, it's all good for you. You know, God has, no, God has called you too. Amen. Okay? God didn't call just me, guys. And it's kind of odd. In that uh, spectacle of all, all these pastors and leaders that were there on that day, why did God choose me? Amen. I was a nobody and still am a nobody. Okay? I have no recognition of, you know, I don't want all these titles and everything else. But the thing about it is, is this. When Pastor Manley was down there preaching and teaching and, and trying to open up people's eyes, it was as if people didn't want to see. It was as people didn't want to hear. It was as if they were putting cotton in their ears and closing up their eyes and saying, you know what? That's not my job. Okay? I've got this job. I've got this job. And Pastor Manley was out there just wondering, what in the world am I doing here? Am I right? It was like, you know, and here I come out uh, as uh, this guy from behind the scenes. And, and I, man, I was being stirred up. I was being let loose. And I was asking God, God, I don't know why you're doing this to me, but I want to go. I, I don't have the finances right now, but I want to go. I don't even have a passport. I right now. But Lord, I want to go. Now I talked to Dr. Manley. I talked to Miss Brenda. I said, what does it take for me to go? And, and they looked at me and it's like, well, you need to get your passport. Okay. I'll go get it. And I didn't even have the money to go get the passport. But I was willing and I was able to do, at least be obedient. Amen. So I got the piece of paper. I wrote it out in faith. And I said, okay, God, I've got the piece of paper. Now I need the money. And within a few days, I tell you, you know why? The money came. I ain't lying. The money came. Guys, I'm telling you the truth. God wants us to go. Uh, there's a hurting world out there. And sometimes money ain't good enough. Amen. Sometimes money. You know what? If I give you a dollar right now, will that dollar heal you? No. Will that dollar fix all your problems? No. But if I come to your house and I lay hands on you and the power See, 
But you know what? 90% of my preaching ain't up on the pulpit. 90% of my preaching is out there on the street, out there in the soup kitchen, out there in Haiti or the Dominican. That's where most of my preaching is. And preaching ain't preaching in the aspects of me getting up and hooting and hollering. My preaching is actually more getting more one-on-one and saying, you know what, brother? This is what you need. You know what, sister? God has a word for you. Amen. Last night, we, uh, I went to a church, uh, New Trinity Fellowship with Pastor uh, uh, Sherman Davis and I tell you, woo, they had a time. These guys, there were five guys, Pastor, that uh, came out of prison. One guy was in prison for 21 years. Okay? He's now considered an apostle. And I can see why. You know what God did? He got a hold of that guy 21 years ago. Okay? And for 21 years, he was molding him, shaping him. For 21 years, he was putting the word into him. Within a few years, that man started preaching in the prisons. Amen. He didn't let no prison door lock him up. He didn't let his mouth be concealed. No, he started preaching in the prison. And he ended up getting a following of disciples while he was in prison. And now he is out along with his disciples. And they are going all over North and South Carolina preaching the gospel. And I'm going, wow, these guys are powerful. It didn't take within 15 minutes. He says, now everyone out of your seats. And we all went out to the projects, to limestone courts, and we started ministering to the people over there. Amen. Yeah, I didn't have to go to your guys' house because I already knew you guys were taking care of it. Amen. But I'm telling you the truth, guys. The minute that we started knocking on doors, there was a lady out there that needed a word of encouragement. You could see the sadness on her face. You could see the stress. You could see the, uh, that she needed something from God. And all of that Doesn't he? he says, go into all nations, preaching the gospel. Amen. Hello. So we go to her. We minister to her. And within an hour, that lady is shouting, praising God. And she actually ended up coming to that service that night. Why? Because we care. Why? Because we were commissioned to go. And we take the, the presence of God with us. Why? Why? It says here, to preach the gospel. He has sent me to heal the broken heart. Okay? Now, you know what? We're thinking all this healing and stuff has to do with demons. No. 90% of the time, you know why we need to be healed? Broken hearted. Bad relationships. Hello? How, what, what, what do you think most people are not in church? Bad relationships. Bad communication. We get hurt. We get offended. Hello. 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 How many? How many of us know people that need to be uh, healed? Amen. That need a word of encouragement. That need to. Maybe you might be the one being offended. You might be the one that has offended somebody and needs to go in and get that thing taken care of. Hello. God says, you know what? Until you reconcile with your brother, God won't reconcile differences with.
Amen? Amen. But he tells us to go and heal the broken heart. And I'm telling you guys what, there's a lot of broken people out there today Amen. that need to hear a word of encouragement. They need to hear, you know what, I'm sorry. You know, they need to hear, you know what, brother, I, I'm with you all the way. And it doesn't matter what happens, amen. I don't care if you fall down. I don't care if you get back up. I'm still with you. Why? Because love never fails. Love never ends. Okay, I love that song that we sing. Why? Because love never ends. It's unconditional. The connection's always there. And, and you know, Jesus tells us, he says, a new commandment I give unto you. Okay? And what was the two commandments that the Lord gave us? To love the Lord your God with all your heart and to love your neighbor as yourself. Okay? That was in the first part, okay, in the book of John. But then he goes on a little bit further and then he says, a new commandment I give to you. Now this one uh, not, doesn't necessarily take away the old commandment. It, it rectifies and adds to that commandment and makes it deeper. Okay? Now he says, he had said, love your neighbor as yourself. But how many of us really love ourselves? Amen. Amen. You know, I had a hard time with that. Especially after going through drugs and alcohol and you know, messing up my life the way I had. Uh, and, and guys, I could tell you story after story <laughs> of, the, of the junk I got myself into. Amen. And then I beat myself up because I got into all that stuff. Right. And then other people beat me up, right? <laughs> and then I beat myself up more. And after a while, I don't look at myself anymore as being anyone uh, uh, worthy or, or respectable or even worth much. Amen? Amen. And so my, the love When I love myself, I see myself in the mirror and I said, man, you know what? God has sure made a, an awesome thing out of you, Mike. Okay? And I appreciate what God has done in my life and I see the changes. And I actually look in the mirror and I like myself right now. Hello. Amen. I used to be in my times past, I, I didn't like looking in the mirror because I didn't like looking at myself. Amen. In fact, most of the time, That ugly demon, you know? And, and you know what? That's what he did. He, he destroyed that old self. And he gave me a brand new life. Amen? And now when I look in the mirror, I, I don't like, I, I, I don't look too bad anymore. Amen? 
And I'm telling you the truth. I'm starting to like myself more and more and more. Why? Because of the choices that we make. Amen? Come on now. We have to make some good choices in life before we start understanding that things can get better. Amen? And then as things get better, we start realizing that, you know, it's not all that bad anymore. Amen? I still maybe go through some things, but I, I'm not beating myself over the head anymore. It's not me that's causing the pain. Amen? It's not me that's being afflicted. The, the affliction is now coming from the outside source. Amen? And it's not coming from my own hurt. Amen? So with that being said, I'm telling you the truth. If I can learn to love myself, then I can learn to love other people. Amen? But see, Jesus had written that a little bit differently. Now, he says, now, love your neighbor as I love, the same way that I love you. Okay? So, okay, I'm having a hard time with this love thing here. Now, how can I love you the same way that Jesus loves me? Well, look back. Look back. How has Jesus carried you all these many years? Look back. Hasn't He provided everything you need? When you cried out to Him, did He not answer your cry? He's always been there, hasn't He? Always been there. And that's the same way I need to love you. Okay? If you're falling down, listen, I'm here right by your side. I, you know what? Jesus has never condemned me for any of the sin that I found myself in. Why? Because I don't... Uh, it says in the book of John that uh, Jesus doesn't need to condemn me. I condemn myself. Am I right? Why? Because of the light that's shining in the darkness, I'm already condemned because I'm trying to push that light away. Okay? I don't need anyone to condemn me. I already know that I'm sin. I already know I'm, I'm not right with God. All Jesus does, which is kind of odd, is I, I don't see that too much in the church. He comes up and he says, Mike, come on, come follow me. Lord? Yeah, come on, come follow me. And I'll make you something special. You know? He took me just as I was. All wretched, blind, naked. But as I started walking, I noticed these things started falling off by the wayside. Okay? That sin just went boom. He says, come on, Mike. Keep on going. Don't look back. But, but come on, Mike. You know? And, and I became stronger. Became more able. My eyes started seeing things that I had never seen before. I started hearing things, recognizing the Lord's voice like I had never heard before. And you know what? My walk used to be like this. But then as I started, you know, being more in right with God, that righteousness made me upright. Instead of looking down at the ground all the time and complaining, because all I see is the ground. All I see is the bad things happening in my, in my life. Now, my eyes are being more fixed upon the thing that's ahead of me. Amen. And I start realizing that there's a whole lot more ahead of me than what was behind. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. And so my focus now is not on the ground, and it's not behind me because I don't care about that stuff anymore. Amen. Amen. I'm seeing something good. I don't know about you guys, but I'm seeing something good ahead. Amen. Amen. I know that there's all kinds of wars going on, and, and it seems like the world's going to you know, hell in a hand. But you know what? Uh, the one thing I'm seeing is the gospel still needs to be preached. Amen. 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 It's not a gloom and doom gospel. It's the gospel of something good. Amen. Amen. Jesus gave us something good, and he wants me to give out Than I was with my sin. You know, and he keeps on calling. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. 
Okay? And the thing about this is it's always going to be a step of faith. It's always going to be a step of faith. Why? Because you can't do it anyway. You can't do it. Once you step out of that sinful life, now you're in a life with Christ. And His life is now in you. Now you don't know what to do. No, you've been doing this thing all along. Now you're stepping out of this life here. Now you don't know what to do. That's why He's giving you His Word. He says, read the Word. Okay? This is basic instructions before leaving earth. Amen. Amen. Basic instructions. This is what you need to do. This is your life right now. Apply it to your life and listen. Apply it to your life and listen. Apply it to your life and listen. Hello? You sow where you want to go, right? Amen. You sow where you want to go. Where do you guys want to go? Where do you guys want to go? Hello? Hello? Where do you guys want to go? Don't just say Gaffney. Because I've got Gaffney. I'm just joking. You guys want to come to Gaffney? That's great. But where do you want to go? Okay? I know some of you guys have got dreams and visions. Where do you want to go? You may not be able to go right now, but get some seed out. And see if he won't pour you out a blessing. Amen. Amen. You know, a, a tithe is good. Some, you know, the tithe is good. You know, when we give up our offerings and of ourselves every Sunday, that's good. But he wants more than that. Amen. He wants us to sow seed. You know, the, the money that we have in our pockets isn't just uh, uh, for us. Come on now, it's for the ministry. Amen. It's for the kingdom. It's for the glory and, and power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And the more we can give, the more we will be able to gain. Amen. That much more so. I, I want to get to a point to where 90% of my money is going out. Amen. 
And I can live off the 10%. Amen. Amen. Hey, sounds pretty good, doesn't it? But you know what? I, I think I'm already doing that. Hey, hello. I won't tell my wife that, though. No, and I'm not being mean. I'm just saying this. I can believe God. Hello. I can believe God. You know, I haven't had a, a real job in over three years. I lost my house back in 08. Lost it. Lost my job. Lost my Bronco. Man, we were in disarray. Okay? We were disconnected with this house for a time also. Okay? I didn't know what to do, guys. I did not know what to do. You know what the Lord said? Why, come on. Come on. Come on. Put that stuff behind and let's go. Come on. i got some work for you to do. Okay? And I started working there in, in Ghana. Okay? Now, look at us now. Okay? We're obviously not poor. Amen. We're obviously not going hungry. Amen. Now, I still don't have a job. Okay? Well, I do, but this job is not giving me any money at all. And I'm still looking pretty good, aren't I? Amen. So who's my source? Who's my source? Who's my source? Yeah. But you know, they're, they're killing people here too. Amen. Amen. And I'll tell you the truth. If you guys can go online and find out, find our little uh, uh, website over the, on there, I, I tell you the truth. There's a lot going on in Pakistan right now. Pastor Imran Fazil, man, he's got thousands of people coming to the Lord. Thousands of people, man. The crusades he's putting on are just unbelievable. And I'm having to say, Lord, I want to go. Man, I would love to go and see that kind of stuff over there. Wouldn't you? Amen. Wouldn't you? Amen. You know what? Uh, hey, would, would you be invited to a crusade of that kind of magnitude here in the United States? Probably not. Why? Because your last name is Graham or, you know, uh, Sosa. I'm, I'm just being honest. Hello. You wouldn't be, you know, one of those guest speakers. But I'm telling you the truth. These guys will call you up in Pakistan. They'll call you up on the phone. Hey, Pastor Mike, would you come to Rome and say, Who? Me? Yeah! Man, we would love you to come. Man, I, I, I've been looking on Facebook and I've been seeing I, the word of God being expressed. Man, you would be great. Please come. Please come. Please. Wow. Okay. Okay, Lord. I'm willing to go. How about you? Amen. Okay, how about you? What does the Lord say? He has ordained us to go and preach. He has ordained us to heal the sick. Open up the eyes of the blind. To walk through the doors. Amen. He has ordained us. This could be the year... The acceptable year of the Lord. You know what? This year could be the year that we get ourselves prepared for a great harvest this next year. Amen. Amen. Hello. Amen. 
You know, a season only comes around every once in a while. Amen. Okay? There's times and seasons that we have to get ready for. Amen? Now, I've already spoken to this, but you know what? There's chronos time and kairos time. Chronos time is the time that comes and goes. We'll never get it back. But Kairos time is a set season. It's kind of like a special occasion type thing. And they only come around every once in a while. Amen. Right? How many of you guys have been married? Raise your hand. Okay. Well, you only get married maybe once. Right? Maybe once, twice. And the reason why I'm saying maybe is because it, it doesn't come around for some people. Amen. Come on. You see what I'm saying? God has special occasions set up. And so we prepare ourselves for these special times coming up. Amen. And I really believe that we are coming into a season of a great harvest. Okay? And a season is how long? Three months? Right? Okay, unless you live in Colorado, then you get six months of winter. Right? But man, that's tough. Okay, but seriously, three months, right? Three months. So in this in this season right now, this is what we call spring, right? Uh, we don't really do too much right now, but we get ready for the upcoming harvest, right? Because the harvest is when in the summertime, right? At the end of the summertime. So we we need to start planning things now. We need to start getting ready now. Because the next season coming up is a season of working. It's a season when we need to start working together and getting our hands to the plow and start getting ourselves uh, worked on to where we can be beneficial for the kingdom. Amen. Amen. If you're not willing to get this thing ready now, you might not be ready when the time comes when the Lord's calling us to get out there and work. Amen. Hello. Amen. And I'm talking to the young people too. It's time to get ready, guys. Okay? This is a time and a season. A time and a season to prepare our hearts, to prepare our lives, to make sure that we're lined up for the kingdom. Because when God tells us it's time, we don't have time to waste, do we? We might miss the boat. We might miss the boat. Don't let us miss the boat, amen? It's time, guys. It's time. Okay? God has ordained us that we can go we preach the gospel. Okay? Each and every one of us are employable. God doesn't care about your record. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he don't care about your credit. Amen? Amen. All he cares about is are you with him? Amen. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. 